Welcome to the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. In every episode here, we discuss different things that are relevant to female health. We also cover essential oils and other germane topics to female health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty that is essential oils and naturopathy. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory with another episode of Female Holistic Health News. I hope you are doing well today. I apologize for the suboptimal mic. I moved back into my place, but for whatever reason, my mixer is not working like it used to, so I apologize for that. Today, we're going to talk about social media's link to depression, especially in women. Now, of course, men use social media, but they don't use it nearly as much as women. And given that men and women, though, are equal, we are built and wired differently on a lot of levels. And when it comes to social media, oh, the tea's in that, that sweet spot right now. Women are more susceptible to suffering pernicious effects to it. So roughly 4 billion people around the world use sites like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 4 billion. You think that's at least almost, what, half of the, of the human population? But the studies are pretty pretty clear, and we did an episode over at The Awakened Man probably about three years ago on how Instagram was voted the, voted the most destructive app out of all the different apps. Twitter was kind of low on it, but Facebook, Instagram were very high in terms of it not being good uh, for your mental health. So what they did is they've done tons of studies on it, and there was a, a in particular, like a, there was a Lancet study showing that people who checked Facebook late at night were more likely to feel depressed and unhappy. There was a University of Penn study out of 2018 that found that less time people spent on social media, the less symptoms of depression and loneliness they felt. There was a 2015 study that found that Facebook users who felt envy while on the networking site were more likely to develop symptoms of depression. And you can kind of see why this is, right? There's this. There, there's a couple of things. There, actually, there's there's a bunch of things. Netflix had a good documentary that came out, the social some the social something, and it talked about. It. But I would I would attribute it to three things. And the thing is is the and we have an episode of this on the Wake of Man. I think it's on the second half of the episode. Steve Jobs didn't allow his kids to have an iPhone or iPad is they knew exactly what they were doing when they created these things. They knew exactly that they were addictive. They brought in gambling specialists, the ones who created the slot machines and so forth. They knew exactly what they wanted because obviously the more time you're on it, the more they can data mine because that's ultimately what these media apps are all about. Now we kind of know about it. I did an episode about two and a half years ago on data mining on, on apps when it wasn't really that well known. Now most people who are still on these apps and know they're getting data mined. Clearly, when you're on Google, you're getting data mined because you see ads pop up on Amazon or on some website for things that you just Googled. So we're getting data mined. But a lot of you are slaves to social media that you just don't care. You don't understand how we're being surveilled at all time. And to exacerbate that, the National Security Administration came out about 10 years ago, said that they have every right to intercept your text messages, eavesdrop on your phone calls, your emails, your cable box has a little camera that allows you to spy on you if they want to. Your your Mac computer, your Siri, all these things can spy on you without you even knowing. They can turn on without you even knowing. Yet, you're still on these things. It just tells you the level of addiction that there is. But it's three things. One is going to be 
you you you're human right so you're not always happy you're not always in a good mood and you look around and you see that everybody who posts is happy everybody who posts is hot everybody who posts has a girlfriend or boyfriend so it makes you feel depressed right because i don't have those things right? they're not posting when they're miserable or fighting with their spouse or they're broke or they're binge eating or drinking themselves into a stupor so you have to understand that everything that people post largely is artifice second it's fear of missing out right you think, especially if you're younger kids, the adolescent girls, it's always, if I'm not on Instagram or whatever it is now, you know, TikTok, that I might be missing out on something big, something that's going to go viral or, you know, your, your group thread of your friends. And so there's a lot of that as well. Just this anxiety, right? That anxiety, oh, I might, I might be missing something. And then if you're one of the ones who posts stuff, whether on, on TikTok, because, you know, TikTok's the big thing with the kids or on Instagram or wherever, it's the like addiction. It's the feedback addiction, right? If I'm not getting a lot of likes, I'm not well-liked, then it reflects on me because my self-esteem comes from them, not from your intrinsic source, which it should come from. But a lot of people, it's like it comes from outside sources. And so these people will post something on social media and it doesn't get as many likes or comments. And, and so they get sad. It doesn't feed their narcissism. Now, men are narcissistic on one level too, but... Ours is more intellectual narcissism. Women have more of the vainglorious narcissism. So you see it on Instagram. How many Instagram thoughts are out there? The ones that masquerade as fitness, but really it's just a platform for them to post pictures of them scantily clad. And so you can see two of these things right there. Like So these Instagram thoughts post a picture of them in a bikini and it only gets 2,000 likes instead of 4,000 likes. They can literally get sad. Oh, what's wrong with me? I'm not getting the validation. They only get 100 comments by orbiting men. Oh, you're hot. You're beautiful. Hot. You're hot. It's only 20 now. I guess I'm not that hot. Right? So you're constantly on it. Why? For validation. Depending on what you are and who you are. You know, the thoughts, it's more for narcissistic supply and, and validation. If you're kind of like a, a wallflower, quiet girl, you're probably not posting as much, but it's more going to be the first two, fear of missing out and um, just thinking that everybody is very happy. So they've done tons of studies here and it shows clearly. If you spend only 30 minutes daily on social media, just 30 minutes, that experiences less depression and happier contentment with family, friends, and with school. There was a 2015 study at the University of Missouri that found that regular Facebook users were more likely to develop depression if they felt feelings of envy on the networking site. And it's a problem, guys. I mean, I think with men, it's it's mostly porn. If, in terms of screen addiction, we have an episode over at The Awakening I did about two years ago on screen addiction. I mean, I think, I, and I did an episode of something. The average American spends 11 hours looking at screens, and that is not work-related. Because people at work can have YouTube up, Netflix up. They're looking at their phones. Most of you don't work at a place where you can't look at your phone. Oh, you can hear the birds, the canaries. Uh, so most of you work at a place. I mean, there's people when they're at home watching TV, they're looking at their screens, right? They're looking at their phone screens. They're looking at their, their tablet. Thank you for listening. Different things like that. So it's a, it's a humongous problem. It's a humongous problem. We are hooked on our screens. See, back in the 50s, we had still had civic-mindedness. We would do bowling clubs, knitting clubs, the Kiwanis, the Knights of Columbus. 
We would have potluck meals with our, our neighbors. Now it's all come over from work, screen addiction TV. I take walks every night. I can't tell you how many, every house I walk by is the glimmer of, I would say every, that's hyperbole. But most houses I walk by have the glimmer of the TV. This is the new real. Like we don't need to know our neighbors. We don't need to do these clubs, which are declining rapidly, which is sad because that's how people used to meet each other. All we need is Ross, Rachel, Phoebe, right? They become our new friends. We get so connected to these shows, whatever the show is, you know, Jon Snow and Danny and all the, you know, Cal Drogo, that we don't need real people. And we grow suspicious of real people. So girls, teenage girls in particular, are much more susceptible because, again, their frontal lobe is not fully formed. They're dealing with tons of peer pressure and not to mention cyberbullying, right? I mean, this is one of the reasons why you need not to allow your kids on the phone because lots of times they can be being cyberbullied or they themselves are the bully and you won't know. See, when I was a fat kid, and go check out Confessions of an Obese Child, another podcast, I was bullied incessantly. It was horrible. It was just horrible. But I, at least I got to go home and watch Voltron, G.I. Joe, and all my cartoons, and I could get away from the bullying because there was no way to access me after school. But now with these kids, they're at school, and most kids are back at brick and mortar. Plus, they go home, and they're still on social media. So they're always connected. They're always vigilant. Their mind is always vigilant. Clicking here, clicking there, posting there, liking this, watching this. You know, if you have teenage kids, they're not really listening to you half the time. So there's a lot of reasons, girls, that you need to get off social media or at least limit it to 30 minutes a day. And I know it's hard if you already have older teenage daughters or you yourself have the problem. And this is why you start young. You don't give your 10-year-old access to a smartphone you just don't look at the mistakes you make you don't want them to end up like you hooked in all these things you know better because the studies are clear lancet has a study on these lancet is probably the most distinguished journal out there aside from new england journal of medicine Higher rates of depression, higher rates of eating disorders, higher rates of body dysmorphia, which typically means you think you look fatter than you really do. Higher rates of wanting plastic surgery, higher rates of suicidal ideation, lower happiness levels, higher rates of insomnia, right? Because how many kids do you know just, you know, people, their parents let them have their phones all night, all night, and they just, they're on it because again, it's addictive until two in the morning and they don't sleep well. You're not your kids' friends. You're their parents. You need to act like it. And social media is not a healthy place for them. And I think you know this deep down. You just need to back it up, fructify it, actuate it by putting in measures so you can really help your children and help yourself. Look in the mirror. If you know that you're screen addicted, especially to Pinterest, Snapchat, whatever it is, Instagram, do something about it. You're better than that. You deserve better than that. Don't be a slave to the screens. Interact with people. Talk to people. Take walks. Listen to music. Watch a television show with family. Don't isolate yourself and be drooling on your phone all day. It's not attractive, and it's not what we're meant to be doing. Guys, if you appreciate the content that we do here, please post an honest review. It'll only take you two minutes. Just look up Female Holistic Health Apothecary. You can see me, my picture of me with lavender around it. I know I need to get a new picture. And uh, I was very close to actually getting a new female host to take over this podcast, but they chickened out. They're scared. You know, some people just don't feel comfortable talking uh, ad lib. 
And if you guys are new to the channel, if you scroll down to the original uh, first four, those were done by my ex-fiance, Kate. And you can hear her voice where she did the, originally we're an essential oil podcast. And she did the lavender, frankincense, mint, and I can't remember the other one, lemon maybe, uh, oil review. So you can check out her voice. But the rest of them were done by me. If you appreciate our content, there's a PayPal link. Click on the episode notes so you can donate some money to defray the cost of hosting these episodes over on SoundCloud. Also, there's a link to Naturopathic Earth, which is our website. Click on that from the episode notes. And there's tons of recipes, clean eating recipes. There's, there's essential oil recipes. There's a lot of holistic health articles. Check it out. All the, the podcasts are over there. And you'll notice my two books on the right side, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior and Confessions of an Obese Child. I'm coming up to my 30th anniversary on May 4th of keeping off over 100 pounds for 30 years, three decades, that's correct. So Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior talks about how I did that. But either way, if you click on the book, it takes you to Amazon, and we're Amazon affiliates. So by at that point, whatever you buy on Amazon, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you, as long as you go through our links and you buy something within 24 hours. So help us out. That's a very passive way. They don't increase the, the cost at all over at Amazon for you doing that. And lastly, as I mentioned, please post an honest review for The Awakened Man. There's a lot of health articles or health podcast episodes if you scroll down to the bottom. In addition to understanding how men think regarding dating. And also, of course, post an honest review and subscribe to Female Holistic Apothecary and to Confessions of an Obi Show. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. If you'd like to reach out and talk to us, please reach out to The Awakened Man Facebook group. And post a comment or ask a question over there. Thank you very much. God bless. Take care. Take care of your health. And breathe in some aromatherapy.